me fucking scoot back there so I guess I'm fucking so I don't punch the microphone. <clears throat> Welcome to Filmoscopy, a quaint little podcast where three best friends go on a magical journey of watching movies and then shitting all over them. Today's episode from Filmoscopy will be covering a variety of subjects, but the main subject will be Morbius. Morpheus. Morpheus. Morbius. This is where I'm going to have Cody cut in that clip of the, the thing. It's like, it's Morbin time, and the crowd goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, I am today's host with, really the most, Lance. And uh, my co-host today is Co. And I'm not going to say D, because his name isn't important enough to finish. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the host at the post. He's at the host of the post. <laughs> so, Co, say hi to everybody. Uh, hello. <laughs> I hope I remember to call you Co throughout the rest of the episode. <laughs> Co, um, it's gonna be like a joke that lasts for like two minutes on the podcast, and I'm just like Cody, like an idiot. <laughs> um, all right, and Owen, um, can you say hello all the way from Sparta, Mississippi? Hello, all the way from Sparta, Mississippi. Woo! Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are recording this a week before Christmas. So it's, it's going to get released in, like, uh, I think January. Not January, probably February. This is a holiday so, uh, episode. The holiday Morbius episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's the movie that keeps on giving. Um, uh, the long-awaited as well. Long-awaited Morbius. Yeah, long, um, like, Morbius' juicy vampire cock. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um... So if this episode gets released in February, it's probably a Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Have um, a morb. Think of morb. A, have, have a morbid holiday. Hey, have a morbid Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so real quick, before we jump into Morbius, me and Cody, and maybe Owen, it, Owen may not, may not even care, but we're going to have a quick little discussion of all the bullshit that's going on at DC Films. Um. And they're cleverly renamed Cinematic Universe, the DCU. Like, okay. Um, you know, they just released, uh, as a recording this, like uh, two days ago, they released Black Adam on HBO Max. And that was a movie that brought back Henry Cavill as Superman. Everybody was excited. And now two months later, after they announced his return, they're going to scrap everything after the next uh, set of movies that's coming out, which are the movies they've already made, which is Flash 2, Aquaman 2, and Shazam 2. And, uh, you know, the DC hired their quote-unquote figurehead, which is uh, James Gunn. And if you recognize him, he did the, at, well, the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie will be coming out later on next year but he did the three guardians of the galaxy movies and he did that really shitty suicide squad movie uh that's my opinion not cody's cody's be like hey i like that movie um <laughs> so it's just it, it's it's frustrating for me oh god um 
it's frustrating for me because, you know, I'm not saying the Zack Snyder films were perfect because they weren't, but they were different from Marvel. And if you've watched all the Marvel movies, they all have a similar, uh, a similar feeling to them, which is fine. I mean, it's all, all one big universe, but they all kind of blend together. Uh, I'm, I've, I said the story, like, I don't know how long it's been now. Since It's been before Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness came out, when we talk, me and Cody talked about it. Um, so it's been, I think, fucking April. I haven't watched a Marvel movie since then. Because me and my girlfriend Savannah um, watched like all the movies up to Endgame. And we got to Endgame, and me and her were kind of like... Burnt the fuck uh, out. Yeah, we're like, okay, we're kind of done with this right now. We'll go back to it. It's been almost twelve, uh, eight months, and I'm, I'm, we're we're not gonna go back to it. Um, but the DC movies were different, and the DC movies that tried to be like Marvel were the worst ones, like Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, the Josh Whedon, um, what do you call it, a Justice League movie where he was trying to literally make it like Avengers, like all that shit sucked. I enjoyed you know the movies that Zack Snyder put out because they were different. And now they've hired James Gunn to be the quote-unquote figurehead, the Feige, Kevin Feige of the whole cinematic universe. And he's literally writing the new Superman movie. So he's doing the exact same thing Zack Snyder was doing. And my biggest complaint, and Cody will chime in with like his thoughts here in a moment, but my biggest complaint is every fucking movie that's going to come out in this DCU is going to be just like fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Because the Suicide Squad was literally... Guardians of the Galaxy 2.5. There was nothing different about it. So, um, yeah, that's my biggest thing. I just, like, it's it's frustrating. I know people are like, oh, those are really good movies. Yeah, you can enjoy those movies, and it's fine. To be quite honest with you, the general public, especially me, wasn't familiar with the Guardians of the Galaxy characters. So that's okay. But I just have a feeling that his movies are all going to end up running the same, and it's not going to be good. Because, like, you know, Tiger Watiti, Tiger Watiti, I said his first name wrong. The guy did Thor Ragnarok and then Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Thor Love and Thunder was more of the same humor that was in Ragnarok, but a lot of people were like, okay, but this is kind of the same. We wanted something just a tad bit different. So, you know, it's one of those things. I have a feeling that these movies, it's not going to work out because there's, quote-unquote, two figureheads leading DC, and eventually there's going to be a power struggle again. So it's all, and by the time they get this shit straightened out, I really think the comic book movies are not going to be as popular as they were, especially DC. I just think they've lost too much ground. They're never going to get potentially equal, or at least a half of the way to what Marvel's done. You know, I don't even think they're going to get half the way to what fucking uh, Sony's done with the Venom movies, because the Venom movies have made over like one point three billion dollars together by themselves. Um, anyway, Cody, uh, what are your thoughts about it, good sir? Um, I can, so I'm kind of mixed on it, right? Like, I like James Gunn. Um, like you said, I like that movie. Um, but for the Suicide Squad, but I don't, it really, it's really going to come down to how much direct control James Gunn has with the scripts. Like, can he, I mean, obviously, yes, he's writing the Superman movie, but is he going to have a hand in everything to that level of detail, or is he going to be able to like have himself step back and be like Kevin Feige, where he's just kind of sitting back analyzing, or like you know 
sorting everything out, being like, okay, this needs this doesn't fit with this movie. It needs to be changed, whatever. As far as scrapping everything, it sucks because, yeah, it, it was like, okay, Henry Cavill's coming back and it's going to be cool, but it, it does it does make sense because James Gunn is coming in and the DC Extended Universe was just a complete shit show overall. It's it's like you said, a lot but of the recent movies. I would say that's Warner Brothers. That's yeah, not, oh yeah. That's not so much Zack Snyder. Well, this no, is, no. And these that, are the people in charge of Warner Brothers. Right, right yeah, and it, it spawned off of Oh well, we're gonna fire Zach and then bring in these uh, this other guy, Joss Whedon, to try and what they thought was fix the Justice League, which, as the final result showed, was not the case. And then they just kind of like threw everything out, and it's like, then they kind of went to this direction of okay, everything's gonna be loosely connected because we don't really want it to be a a, a super like you know a really tight knit universe like we were originally planning, and you know then of course. Discovery came, like the Discovery merger happened, and they put like they had one guy hired to be in charge of it, and then he backed out, and they canceled a bunch of projects, and now it's just like okay, it's probably easier for someone to come in, James Gunn in this case, to come in and just be like, all right, get rid of everything. We need to start over so that it's cohesive. Granted, if it start if they start putting out these movies that James Gunn is directly involved with, like. Superman or whatever and whatever else that they have planned and they start flopping in their mind then it's all going to be scrapped and we're going to be right back in the same situation again but when you look at the internet discussion over DC EU films over the years a lot of people have basically as much as it sucks for like people like you and me who really did like Zack Snyder's vision the majority of people are probably wanting more Marvel as, as much as that sucks and bringing in a guy who worked on several marvel movies and understands how marvel operates that's probably the closest that they're going to get and it could be that it's like if it flops and they're like okay well we tried the marvel approach for this and it doesn't work so we need to find something else but i don't know that we'll ever get dc to the point the dc universe to the point where it lasts for like 15 or 20 years because Warner Brothers always just fumbles everything around and can never really like stick to a vision long enough to try and get it sorted out because let's not let's not pretend like the first few Marvel movies weren't just average like yeah people were in love with Iron Man they started here's the thing though but like that part DC had and they didn't have it because they didn't plan it the Dark Knight trilogy is what kicked off. I understand that you know you had um, the X Men movies. You know the first X Men movie really kicked off the the comic book craze, right? And then you know Spider Man came out, X Men two came out, Spider Man uh, two came out, and then by the time you got to X Men three, that movie was kind of over bloated, and people were just kind of like, okay, well, where's the rest of the people? You know, it just wasn't. Um, it wasn't as good as the first two. And then you had Spider-Man 3, which was obviously the shits. But around 2005, when X-Men 3 came out, you had Batman Begins come out. So X-Men went as far as it could when it comes to popularity. And then you had Batman Begins, and then the Dark Knight movie, which is the first comic book movie to gross over a billion dollars. Yeah. And then like everything after that, that was the movie everybody wanted their movie to be like. Like uh, Hugh Jackman wanted the Wolverine movies to be like the Dark Knight. Kevin Feige and um, 
oh god, the guy who plays Happy, I'm James Favreau. They when they made Iron Man, they were they took a lot of inspiration from what Christopher Nolan did with Batman Begins, and they've said that in interviews. I'm not making this up. You know, they wanted that grounded, realistic approach, but still be comic booky because they wanted to be different from the the Batman movies. But you know, DC had The Dark Knight, and then four years later, they had The Dark Knight Rises, which also crossed one billion dollars. But the only problem is. By that time happening, Marvel had gained a foothold, and then they had the first Avengers movie come out the same year, and it grossed a billion dollars. And then they just took off from there. Yeah. And the next year, you know, Zach was trying to do, I would say, an ambitious story. A lot of people were like, well, this is not really Superman. He was trying to do a, a five-movie arc for Henry Cavill's Superman for him to become the Superman we all knew. So he put out Man of Steel, and it didn't make that much money. And then Batman vs. Superman came out, and that's when I remember hearing a lot of the dissension. Because, Cody, me and you went to go see Batman vs. Superman. Right. And we also saw, if you remember that same year, Captain America Civil War, which was pitting Captain America versus Iron Man. Yeah. And that movie grossed over a billion dollars. And the problem is, everybody thought, you know, Batman vs. Superman was going to be, like, this huge fucking movie. Well... Cody will tell you because he's watched it. If you watched the three-hour uncut, and that's, I don't think it's uncut. Ultimate the, edition. The director's, yeah, the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman, it makes way more sense than what you got in theaters. What you got in theaters is really fucking confusing because they cut out 30 minutes. And Zack Snyder can't tell a story under thir- three hours that's comprehensive. I'm going to be honest with that. Um, but, you know, they had, like, all this, and then you heard all these things like, Warner Brothers hates the Zack Snyder stuff, and they just absolutely fucking were like trying to sabotage him at this point. He was making Justice League. Unfortunately, his daughter passed away, and then he had to step away from the project. But see, Zack Snyder actually brought Josh Whedon on himself for help. But then Warner Brothers was like, let's just move him to the director. And then obviously he completely like shit all over what Zack did, and that movie fucking flopped. But, uh, you know, James Gunn... Um, you know, hopefully he can do something with it. But like you said, Cody, you mentioned this. Can he delegate right. to other movie directors? Like, can he pick, like, this is what we want story going forward. This is what you need to do like Kevin Feige does. I don't think he can because he's a director. He's not a producer. Right. Kevin Feige has never been a director in his life. He's never been a writer in his life. Kevin Feige was the comic book nerd who was the executive producer on all the X-Men movies, on all the Spider-Man movies, and then obviously he started the Marvel movies. But the thing is, if he's an executive producer and he worked with Fox and Sony on those movies, like he didn't have a contract with them, I guess. He was working with uh, A.V. Arad, the guy who's still in in control of Sony when it comes to the Spider-Man movies. But it's become a thing like, you know, he treats everything with such respect to the source material, and he loves comics, and everybody just kind of like, you know, Marvel was that little engine that could, and everybody's behind it now. And now they're kind of tapering off, like, I mean, they're still making $900 million at the box office. But it's not, you know, they weren't making the money they were, because to be honest with you, people aren't going to the movie theaters anymore. Yeah. And well, I know, it's, I know me personally, like, and I think Owen and I talked a little bit on this, I think the last time we recorded... Um, when we first started talking about the whole James Gunn thing, but to me, for me, I think my I'm finally hitting that wall, like a lot of people already have, 
that where they're just kind of tired of superhero movies all the time. There's just there's too many of them, and you know, like I've said before, out of everything coming out on the DC side, the only two that really interest me enough to where I will definitely just be like, okay, I'm, I will go to the theater and see that is the Batman two and Joker two. But hell, it'll be a year or two before either one of those come out. And yeah, I think I think the Batman two said it's coming out in 2025. Oh gosh, but on the Marvel side, looking at next year. The only movie I think that they have slated for next year that I, I'll probably go to the theater for is Guardians 3. Because, like, yeah. you know, all the other ones are like, okay, fine, I'll just wait two or three months until it's on Disney Plus and just watch it then. I didn't go see Black Panther. I didn't go see Black Adam. You know, I'm, I'm not going you know, to go see Ant-Man, which is the next Marvel movie to come out. You don't want to you know, see Paul Rudd, bro? I like Paul Rudd, but it's just I don't, I'm not interested enough to go to the theater and, and see it. Like I'll just wait. <laughs> Sorry, it's Paul not, Rudd. It, it's not Paul Rudd's fault. <laughs> I mean, like I like Paul. Rudd, like I said, <laughs> it's but... all his fault. He's just—it's so funny. The only reason I bring him up is it's just always funny that he's like a lead superhero. You know? <laughs> hey, I, <laughs> I love just, Paul Rudd. Man. I know I like I'm Paul Rudd too, on. but like every time I see him, I think a forty-year-old virgin. <laughs> and he, I look at him he's like he's the Kansas City Chiefs fan that's in like the big time movies I'm like I love this guy <laughs> um, real quick question uh, well oh, I will, we'll wrap it up in a second Owen did you have any thoughts on this whole DC thing like I understand you weren't a huge fan of you know the Snyder movies but you know I don't know if you've ever laid down a concrete opinion of like DC in general, I really haven't watched enough of it to really tabulate any kind of opinion on it. Um, I don't know; they just never really interest me that much. Uh, I mean, I watched the Batman, you know, and I've watched um, the Dark Knight movies. Yeah, you know, I've watched the Dark Knight, but I, I guess that's not even what we're talking about. Really, we're talking about like you know the the current. Uh, like DC universe. expanded universe and the Snyderverse and shit and like I said, none of that stuff's. Marvel has a hard time interesting me, um, and is slowly, you know, just like Cody said, I'm getting tired of seeing superhero movies, um, and you know, DC, I don't know, I just, I like some of their heroes, but you know, I really don't feel like going out to watch movies about them. I guess I, I don't know. Okay. Uh- Fuck you. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I understand. Like, anyway, we'll get off this negative subject and go to uh, a movie. I'm pretty sure Martin Scorsese rated two thumbs up and five golden stars. <clears throat> Apocalypse Now. Are you guys ready to rock, talk about Apocalypse Now again? <laughs> Of course, um, we're talking about. Now we're we're going to be talking about the greatest movie Morbius. ever made. The greatest movie ever made. I know my best friend Alex, who is co-host and co-founder of the I'll Take Three podcast. Shout out to them. I'll take three with what? his brother Jacob. Um, babies. I'll take three babies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, he he co-hosts the show with his wife uh, Kristen and his brother Jacob. And they do a really good job. Uh, go check out them if you want, because they do they do a, probably a better job hosting the show than I do. 
But Cody and uh, Winter Pro sell us, so stick with us. Thanks. Um, I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, of course, man. I suck at this shit. I'm like, I'm the one that brings the entertainment. I'm like, yeah, guys, this is funny, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you get the joke, huh? Did you, did you get the joke? Um, but we're doing Morbius today, and Alex has said he hated this movie. Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> and. Uh, isn't that like a, isn't you. that Cody? Isn't that like a musical like called Victorious or some shit? Well, Notorious. I, when I do it, I always think of there's a wrestler um, that has like an intro. Oh thing. yeah, it's like, Bobby Roode. Yeah, it doesn't glorious. Say, doesn't say what does it say? I think it says Glorious. Glorious. Yeah, that's what I always. Yeah, and that's I, every time you do it, I always knew that's where you're getting it from. Um, mm. We'll have to. I'll have to get some sound clips so we can put this in this episode so people know what we're talking about. Because they prefer the sound clips, Cody. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we're doing Morbius. I picked this movie because I thought it would be funny. We were in the midst of Cody picking his movies, and he picked The Witch, and then he picked Lighthouse, and then he picked The Northman. And those are Robert Egger movies. I'm over here thinking, well, the Robert Eggers is um, like a, a, an acclaimed director. And his movies were critically acclaimed, but they didn't make a bunch of movies, but which is fine. He's not. I think if you're cri- as acclaimed as whoever the fuck directed Morbius. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he um, he. Uh, I lost my. Sorry, I sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I was I was staring at the TV. I'm like, I need some fantasy points, and this shit ain't working for me. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so we get to uh, the Morpheus movie. No, I'm just kidding, Morbius. Yeah, you picked. Um, uh, you said you picked Morbius uh, because um, it was it, it made more money, I think, than than all of Robert yes. Morbius movies. If, if you if you combine the, the box office totals from the Northman to um, the Witch, the Lighthouse, and to the Witch, it did not make the amount of money that match Morbius. I still think, I think if you add the money together, those movies made, it probably made like close to 105, maybe 110 million altogether. And Morbius made 160 million altogether. Yeah. And Morbius, it's funny because like Robert Eggers worst movie is like an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes. And, um, more, uh, Morbius has a 15 on Rotten Tomatoes. Actually, <laughs> I think it has like a, well, the user score is like a 10, right? No, the the audience score is seventy one, but that's a lot of people being ironic. <laughs> yeah, because there's so ten star yeah. movies and it, or there's ten star reviews, and it's like this but, movie is the greatest but, movie ever made. <laughs> but to be fair, the next day, like before it became a meme, it had like five hundred verified user reviews, and it had a sixty four percent on the audience score, but it had a fifteen on Rotten Tomatoes. That is insane. Now <laughs> that is ridiculous. It is insane. Wait, what but, do you mean? Like, it's, it's ridiculous that they rated us so lowly, or that it's, like, ranged too high, or the difference? What do exactly. you mean? Exactly. Okay, just the difference. Exactly. <laughs> it's all of it, you know? All it's of all it. of it. Because, <laughs> like, this movie, it's going to be a discussion it's here. Like this a f- movie is... I, I know we don't normally give reviews, like, scores. We don't usually do that, but I'd say if I had to give it one, it'd be, like, a four or a five. Like, somewhere in that area. Out of, out of a ten or fifteen? <laughs> no, out of ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, out of five. No, out of three, dude. 
<laughs> it's four out of three, baby. What yeah, the fuck you talking about? Shit's five out of three. This fucking shit's great. Probably one um, I, I, it's funny because I don't think it's that bad of a movie. It's not the worst comic book movie ever made, as people have pointed it out. No. I think it's become a meme, and people want to make fun of it because they hate Sony. Like literally, the hatred of this movie, like the hatred of it existing, because if it wasn't. A Sony movie. If this was a Marvel movie, I think I don't pe- think it would be. I think I don't it, think it would be written as bad. But I think people hate Sony for having Spider Man. I think if it was a Marvel movie, though, it would also just be. So the thing is, is, I don't think most people went into this movie even really knowing that Morbius is like a Spider Man villain. Oh, if you've seen the trailer to it, you would know because they had a bunch of Spider Man references in the trailer because they were at Spider Man was there was gonna they were gonna have some Spider Man shit in this movie because they yeah. were trying to it was coming with the Marvel It was coming out yeah. at the same time as fucking uh No Way Home. Yeah, so they were trying to cash in on that. Didn't then yeah. there oh, a poster? Isn't there a poster or something in the movie? Or maybe it's just in the trailer, but it's, it's, on, in the, it's in the trailer. There's a poster of Spider-Man next to Morbius as he's walking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're the same, dude. It, it, it's a hundred percent. And this movie, this movie is a hundred percent a cash grab, and it's a hundred percent. And I will say this: I do appreciate them like spotlighting like a character that you know. Otherwise, I think most people know this character from the Spider-Man animated series, which had heavy censorship. And he couldn't, he was a vampire, but he, he couldn't, couldn't fight somebody's, yeah, he had suckers on his hand, he'd suck out their plasma. Well, that, that, said, that originates sorry. in the comic books, because when Morbius was created, the comic book code prohibited, like, anything, basically anything horror-related, no, and specifically no. it was, like, something, no, I th- I, anything undead. Um, that's stupid. Yeah, he couldn't be undead, that's why he's a living vampire, but the suckers on his hand, that wasn't in the comics. Oh, that's from, yeah, that Such is from the animated time. series, you're right, yeah. Yeah, it's from that, because I've, I've heard like people talk about it on that show, because I'm a uh, huge fan of that show. Originally, that, the idea um, was but, but that That's, that's why he like, give out hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> originally, originally, the concept was he would get the blood by sucking the blood out of their cocks. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> they, they had to turn it that um, down for the comics. It was too much. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I had some other joke. I'm like, I'm not going there. Um, but, <laughs> like, th- thank you, Owen, for uh, giving me thoughts. Anyway, you're welcome. Um, but this movie, it's it's a hundred percent like they're trying to cash in because it's I think Morbius is cynical cr- cash grab is. It is, it is, and the thing is, it wasn't written really well. There's a lot in this movie that's been cut out. I was, I would be curious to see how the movie would be if it wasn't cut out. And it's one of those things that you sit there and go, you know, yeah, I wish this movie was better because it, it there's a few moments in this movie you're like, okay, that actually kind of worked. Like some of the when he's on the boat, I'm on a boat, man. When he's on, on the boat, boat, we're on a boat. And uh, <laughs> when he's on when he's on the boat and he becomes a vampire, now that's straight out like out of his origin comic book. Yeah, and I it's, like and some of that horror stuff is really good, and I think the CGI with you know, Morbius's face is really good. Yeah, it would definitely be really cool if they did lean into it. Um, that's the biggest thing I think I have against this movie is is that you have. Um, I mean, yeah, he's a vampire, you know, like there's a million vampires, but it's a, 
you know, a pretty unique uh, superhero here, and you don't really do anything with it. He's just, it's like the same story I've seen a hundred times from other, like, uh, it's the same beats, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And I think they could lean into that horror element a lot more. Um, And sure, they do it like, like there's that one shot with the nurse, which was totally just a scene made to go into a trailer um, where the lights are fucking flickering off and shit. And yeah, it's kind of dumb that the lights do that. Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it still looks cool. Um, but they don't really lean into that in the movie or anything. And and even about the boat, like, one of the things that really strikes me about this movie is, is that a lot of times things just kind of happen like that. So I remember watching it, and then I just remember suddenly he was on a boat. And I remember there – I don't – I don't remember them really saying anything about it. Maybe it's something I missed. Well, but you know, I... it this this comes back to like when we talked when Lance and I talked about this months ago, right? There's mm-hmm. pacing issues and a lot of the the pacing issues when you watch this movie, it feels like the movie was supposed to be 30 minutes longer and the studio yeah, went in shit, and they're just like hacked shit, shit just out cuts. of it. Like, all of a sudden, there's no, like, establishing shot or anything. Like, okay, so he's in the boat. He does an SOS. And then it just fucking cuts to the outside of the boat. He's jumping off of it. Like, they're just, like, there's no, there's no like, you don't see anything from the character's point of view. He's like, fuck, I got to jump off this fucking boat or anything like that. He's just, he's just, <laughs> he just jumps off the, fu- it's like a comedy. It's like yeah. a fucking, you know, it's like something you would see as a joke where, like, just a, Cuts to the next shot, and he's falling off the fucking boat. Um, yeah, like, the pacing really stood out to me in this movie. It's, it feels like, like Cody was saying, like, there was a lot in this movie that, you know, was cut out. And I think it's a lot of the Spider-Man stuff. I do think the movie wasn't written really well. I don't think the director did a bad job with this movie. I think he was work, you know... Limited working, what you know, what he could do. I think Jared Leto was probably really weird on set. I think he had he he used those canes for real to do his method acting. I had to have somebody come into the bathroom with me. You go bathroom with me. <laughs> like Jared's like go in the bathroom with Lance. But Jared had the people go in the bathroom with him to help him. He's a weird dude. But I don't think this movie is that fucking bad. Like like I don't think the people the people that worked on it did a bad job. I think mm-hmm. the writers. We're just like it's a lot of like fucking. It feels like a '90s like movie, you know, but not as good. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm, but it's it's what, it's not as bad to me as the Justice League movie or Justice Wonder Woman '84. I would watch this movie over Wonder Woman '84 a mm. hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah. yeah so the, if sorry, just to jump in here, um, just no, you're good. touching on the pacing issues again. The. You know, a lot of times when a film has a pacing issues, it, it comes down to the movie is too slow, right? Like, there's just way too much in there. It's like, okay, you could have trimmed some of the stuff out to make it a little bit quicker. This movie goes a mile a minute. and It's, it, yeah, it's anemic. This movie's yeah, anemic. Right, and it goes so fast, but there's no substance to it. So, like, yeah, it's going fast, and, it's, it, you know, you're getting through the film or whatever, but for what purpose, you know? Yeah. And especially like mm-hmm. I think one of the, the, the most egregious examples of poor pacing is Milo's like heel turn basically. Yeah, he's just like mm-hmm. oh, you yeah, he's, he's like they've been vampires for a day and he's like Acknowledge what you are He's just yeah. fucking killing people <laughs> left and right. 
Yeah, like what? It, like I understand he's he's a vampire. Like the, the whole idea is, oh, he's a vampire. He's new. He's he's got this. He's basically on a power trip, right? Because he spent his yeah. whole life being, you know, sickly and, and not able to really do anything. But show at least some sort of like build up to him being this way instead of him being like, yeah, you know, I'm still sick. I really, I'm really dependent on you to find this cure. And then he steals the cure or whatever, or, you know, the in quotes cure. And then he's like, oh, I'm the vampire now. I'm going to go murder everybody. <laughs> you know, it, it just, it doesn't really flow well in that way no it it's like i said i wish i mean and they were supposed to be i think um what's his name um god what's that guy's name michael keaton was supposed to have a bigger part in this movie and because there's a scene that scene where he gets um put into the when he's leaving the jail it's in the trailer he goes hey doc i think me and you need to hook up sometime and it's literally like there's no Morbius in that scene when he's getting hauled away at the end for his bonus bonus scene, and then they show up at the end. You know, it's really weird. Um, yeah, we don't have to see. There's a lot of weird. Like even from the trailers, you can see a lot of stuff was cut out. Um, you know. Yeah, and this movie the, they played a song in the in, in the trailer. People are strange. I can't remember how the song goes, but yeah, it's the, it's a, it's a cover of the song from the Lost Boys. Yeah, it's a door. That was on the Lost Boys soundtrack from. Yeah, okay. So it that that was literally put in the Lost Boys back in the eighties, and eighty uh, seven, I think the movie came out in. Mm-hmm. But it, so that was a nod to that. I'm like, okay, it's cool because I like vampire shit. I think it's cool. Yeah, vampires but, are cool, but this especially be, in Twilight. Yeah, especially in Twilight. Really cool hey, Twilight. I would watch this movie or over any of the Twilight movies. Oh yeah, me too. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn, you're right. <laughs> so yeah, would you? Was, so I'm would you recommend it? Right. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm <a>, like <laughs> uh, at the end of this, we're going to do a would you rather like we yeah. used to do. I think there was something um, that we forgot to say. We should have. Um, so I guess we should just go ahead and get this out of the way. Is this ever, so? Have you guys watched this movie before? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I want, have you ever seen this movie before this? No. This is my first viewing. Okay, Owen. Uh, Owen, Cody. Have you ever watched this before? Yeah, we uh, we went to the theater and saw it. Okay. Okay, Lance. Have you watched it before? No. <laughs> no, no. I have. I have watched it. No, I watched it in the theaters. I drove Savannah to it. <laughs> and um, you know, we watched it one time. Like I said, I saw Venom. Let there be carnage in the theaters twice just because I was trying to support it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, this movie's actually longer than both the Venom movies. You know, those movies are like 90 minutes, 91 minutes. This movie is an hour, which, you know, it's not that much. It's an hour and 40 minutes. So it's a hundred minutes. So this movie is longer than the Venom movie. It, you know, this movie could have been interesting. We'll get into, I'm going to get into the facts here in just a minute. This movie could have been interesting. Like, more so, like, I watched it the second time. Like, this is probably the fourth time I watched the movie. Like, when I watched it. Because I watched it twice for the podcast. Just to make sure I had the the plot. And as I'm talking, I can't remember any of the plot. Hmm. Um, it's one of, like, I don't know, man. I wish, I wish this movie was better because I wanted Sony to put out a better showing of it. But the hate for Sony for owning Spider-Man and not giving it to Disney is, like, extremely strong online. I don't know if the general public really cares. I don't think most. It's, I don't it's, honestly don't even think the general public probably even knows. Honestly, that yeah. So well, they, they know that this is part of they. This is part of the Venom thing. But the biggest 
thing online, and Cody will sit there and tell you, um, like, especially online, like, the hate for Venom was really strong. Like, this movie's not going to work without Spider-Man and all this other shit. And then Venom made $850 million. And then people were like, they had, like, nothing they could really, like, not, they, they had to shit on. They couldn't shit on anything at that point. Like, it made the money. It did it did Venom without Spider-Man. I wonder. But now they want, they want to see Venom with Spider-Man, and now bunch of Marvel fans like no they're not gonna do a good job and I see people now just like when I do look online for this subject matter I don't really do it during the football season because I'm so consumed with football but you know they're like well, how are they gonna introduce the Venom symbiote in the Spider-Man movies it's like they literally left a piece of this in the Spider-Man movie he's gonna get that piece somehow he's gonna get the black suit and then He's going to get sucked into the Venom world, or Venom's going to get sucked into his world. There's going to be a battle. I know. There's going to be a battle, and then there's going to be, you know, Venom's going to get that piece of the suit back from Spider-Man, and he's going to get his white spider, and everybody's going to live happily ever after. We were just talking about. It's like the hate for, like, Sony for owning Marvel. They just expect, everybody's like, they should just give Sony, like, Spider-Man back to Sony, or Disney. I'm like, why doesn't Disney buy Sony, buy Spider-Man? Honestly, the problem is, from my they're not going to because you know they Sony has all the cards; they can hold it to where they want to do and make money off of it, or they can sell it back for a shit ton of money. Disney doesn't want to pay that money. Yeah. And Disney, Cody, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I just want to make sure that fucking call went through the first time. Um, <laughs> this 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 podcast is off the rails, just like uh, it's Thrillville off the rails, just like this movie. It, it it mimics the movie very well. Um, <laughs> yeah, which <is> just happening. <laughs> but I'll go ahead and get into a little bit of the facts real quick. Uh, no way. What the fuck did the Raiders just do? Sorry, I got distracted. Guys. I like when he drinks the artificial cum blood. Oh God! He's, yeah, it's really funny. Like, that's just blue. I'm like, oh, is it blue? I thought like. it was white. No, it's, it's, it's supposed to be like a light blue, that fake blood he has. Oh, okay. It must have just been the lighting. It looks like it was white, and I was like, dude, he's drinking cum. <laughs> he's like, this is the only thing that's similar to blood. That That, that is pretty fucking funny, though. I, uh, <laughs> Thanks. They had, I don't know, man. The, the Morbius stuff, like, I think the Leto stuff isn't bad in this movie. I think the two cops... You know, I think those actors try to be funny and try to bring some life to material. I mean, this 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 is a poorly written movie. The characters are poorly written. Yeah, there's no the, character really at all. Like we don't. Yeah, get and everything's any like moments. so fucking rushed. Like, you know? like it's, I have no connection to his. Like, you don't get any sense of really connection with him. There, like his is it his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's like no. Um, I, I will say this about Sony. Like, when they give a character, they do use a character, like an actual character. Tyrese Gibson's character is actually a minor, very minor character in the Spider-Man comics who actually hunts Morbius. Yeah. Um, That's and then the cop, they, right? Yeah, the cop. Tyrese Gibson's cop. Uh, I don't, I don't, I can't remember the guy who plays his partner. He is not, his character is not a, like a mainline comic character. The chick who plays his, um, his girlfriend slash lab partner is, um, she actually is like a, her name is used in the comics. Like, I don't know if that's particularly who his fiance was supposed to be, but that is her name used. Mm-hmm. 
So Sony does do that, but this movie, the way it's written and the way it's cut, I don't. I think the director did the best he could. Jared Leto, as weird as he is, he is yeah. did the best he could as Morbius. I think he's. I think he's fine as Morbius. I wouldn't say he's great like Tom Hardy is as Venom and Eddie Brock, but I think he's fine. And the only problem with this movie is they tried to bowl a three hundred in bowling. Without with with the guards up, and you put the guards up, and there's no way you can get a gutter ball. Yeah. Somehow they did that and still got gutter balls. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, I get what you mean. Uh, so it doesn't because like just doesn't make they're they're trying to make like so we live in an era where superhero movies are, you know, they have high expectations. You know, it's not it's not 2002. You know, where you can make you can shit out like a Catwoman and have it do okay. Well, actually, I guess this did fine in the box office, but you know, like, well, to yeah, ha- what's really weird? You talk about the box office part; it's really weird. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, this movie it made, made one hundred and sixty million dollars, but it made ninety million dollars this opening weekend. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, I think if this movie would have made more money if they had a China release. All the more. But this movie, but you have to you know, the more heads, baby. I guess you have to compare that to the earnings of like films you know like similar films like you compare this to fucking yeah. spider-man you know that's just gonna oh yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. and sony at this point they don't they didn't care about this movie i know everybody's like oh it's got so much egg on sony's face sony just made one like almost two billion dollars on spider-man no way home yeah. and they only give 25 percent of that cut to disney so sony made 75 percent almost two billion dollars and then the venom movies made like I talked about that, the Venom movies made like 1.3 billion together, both of them. So Sony's not like hurting for money. All their other movies lose money, but Spider-Man and obviously the Venom movies have brought in a bunch of fucking money, you know. Yeah. Um, let me go ahead and like go ahead and get through the facts real quick. Uh, Cody, quit tweeting while we're on the podcast. Yeah, Cody, quit, quit farting. Uh, I'll tweet all I want <laughs> about, about my pathetic. Football team choice. <laughs> hey man, it was real funny. Is like if if it continues this way, you and the Jaguars gonna be playing for the division week eighteen. Hell yeah, let's go Jaguars! But yeah, rawr. Hell yeah, Jacksonville. Um, okay, this movie just just for for not art for just a few facts on Wikipedia. It's listed the budget is seventy five to eighty three million, Ooh. which. The two Venom movies both had a hundred million dollar budgets. How is it, can um, you convert that to morb dollars? Uh, that would be eight hundred and thirty more dollars. <laughs> yeah, the fucking dollar. Yeah, the American dollar inflation compared to morb dollars is fucking insane. Okay, dude. so so the box office was one hundred and sixty seven point five million in morb dollars. That's one hundred and sixty seven point five morb. Which is more than billion yeah. dollars? Yeah, more billion. Uh, <laughs> it made a more billion dollars. <laughs> it it is produced by Sony Columbia Pictures, um, and it's directed by Daniel Espen, Espinosa. Uh, he's done this guy Daniel Espinosa has done, I guess, a few Ryan Reynolds movies because he did a movie called Safe House with Ryan Reynolds. But anywho, um. He directed this, and then let's just see if there's anything else that's important. The music, which we'll get into, is done by John Ekstrand. And, yeah, that's about it. This movie has been extremely 
um, ridiculed online, but it became the source of memes. Yeah. Like, you just look so, up anything Morbius online, you'll find something like a meme, a GIF. Just a fake look video at the reviews. Put in here. Like, literally just go yeah, on. look at the reviews. The review is like, this is the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, it's like, I love it when he morbs on the audience and we all morb <laughs> and shit like that. You know? uh, the, the funny thing is, unfortunately, somebody posted a picture of Martin Scorsese and they did a fake quote saying, this is cinema. Or like <laughs> and Tyrese Gibson reposted it on Instagram and then he took it down when someone told him that that wasn't real. And that's not even, I think, the funniest fiasco. I know we've talked about it, but it's when, uh, due to the memes, I think Sony uh, thought it would be a good idea to put this back in theaters. <laughs> yeah, they thought they it only made like two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, like no. or two point five more dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and yeah, because people on Twitter were like begging them ironically to to put it put it back out for a second showing <laughs> because they all said they'd go watch it and then nobody went and watched it. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 pretty funny. I think it's. Yeah. It's, I really thought after the opening weekend this movie was going to make more money because, like I said, it made $90 million. And this is all domestically. You know, that's the thing that's kind of crazy about it. It's like, you know, this movie made $90 million. So it had, like, people wanting to go see something, wanting to give it a shot. If this movie was worth a shit, this movie would have done a lot of business. Because, like I said, you had 90 million people. 90 million people. Huh? 90 Morbian people. Yeah, there you go. Um, sorry, I kind of... I gotta get this right. Uh, it's a bit Let's weird uh, when you move to the United States with Morbius. Get the fucking currency down. It's it's it sucks, man. I'm just trying to get that shit. Yeah. Uh, box office. Yeah. Well, hold on. I lied. Opening weekend. So this movie made. Uh, it made a total of ninety million in other territories and gross seventy four million in the United States and Canada. So that's where I was getting the ninety. Yeah. But it made its opening weekend thirty nine million, and then you know I made like ten million the next weekend because Sonic the Hedgehog two came out. But like I said, he went from making thirty nine million to making one hundred and sixty. Like I said, I mean, if this was any other movie, if this wasn't a comic book movie. I think people would be surprised at how much money it made, but since it's a comic book movie and everybody expects, you know, a billion dollars, it gets more ridicule. Um, unfortunately for Sony, they had plans, and Kevin Feige was even saying in interviews that there could potentially be a crossover between Blade, which is going to be coming out in the in the future for Marvel. And Morbius, because they do have crossovers in the comic books. And I think at the latest um, movie con or whatever it was, Sony, they announced Venom 3 was going to come out. But they didn't make any mention of Morbius. So Morbius might be sweeping underneath the rug. Supposedly, they're still making that um, Bad Bunny, where he plays the Mexican professional wrestler who Spider-Man faced off with in the comic book one time. And they're supposedly, they're making a Craven the Hunter movie now, and they're making a, um, a Silver, Silver Sable and Black Cat movie, I still think. But, who knows, they, so they're supposedly making a Madam Web movie, also. And the thing is, they're setting up this world of Madam Web and 
all these people because they're eventually going to take Spider-Man back. You know, once Disney gets tired of working this deal out where they're splitting money with Sony, Sony's going to want to take him back and just put him in their universe. You know, and you know another thing, right after or right before this movie came out, Spider-Man: No Way Home came out, and then everybody was clamoring for a Spider-Man four for Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, an Amazing Spider-Man three, and they wanted more Tom Holland Spider-Man. And you know, it's 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 a wonderful thing, but I think that people don't realize, you know, you hate the fact that Sony made those movies. Everybody hated Spider-Man three. Everyone hated The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And they just think like, oh man, they're just going to make another one. It's going to be great because they enjoyed those Spider-Man. No, Sony's the one going to be making it. Disney's not going to make those two movies. Disney's going to make their Spider-Man 4. They're not going to make Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire and all that shit. So, you know, I think Sony, as long as they can work this deal with Marvel and Disney, I think they're going to continue to put Spider-Man in those movies. I think they're going to do another trilogy. But I think they want to cross over. I think I don't think Feige has a problem crossing over any with Venom because Venom's been successful. And Morbius is not. So, you know, Sony, you, Sony's got some issues. But like like we talked about, I don't know if it made the podcast before we hung up accidentally before, but Sony's made like a billion dollars more than than Disney as a as an entire company last year. More billion, so, and that's just last year. So, uh, let's go ahead. Okay, look, people. The plot of this movie is Jared Leto has, he's Michael Morbius. This movie is it stars Jared Leto and um, Matt Smith, who um, I think a lot of people know as one of the Doctor Whos. I think he was Doctor Who. Doctor The one before, the one now, I think. Mm, yeah. He may have done it ten years ago at this point. Time for me is a flat circle. <laughs> Um, Tyrese Gibson is in it, and other people I don't really recognize. No disrespect to them. Uh, I know the is this the doctor. Is that Tyrese Wilson? No, you just combined some names there, buddy. <laughs> no, Tyrese Gibson's he's 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 the African American cop. Oh. He's the guy from Fast and the Furious. I know the doctor guy because he's in the Terror. Um, but that's it. No, Matt Smith. Uh, that Irish doctor guy who's like their father figure or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that that's the, not the one that's, that's like, oh, Jared Michael. Harris. Yeah, he's Michael like sweet Lee. Jesus. Michael sweet Jesus. <laughs> killing people. Sweet Jesus. He Cody yeah, Cody, Owen is really good at doing the Irish boys like that. It's just <laughs> oh, fucking incredible. Oh Jesus. Oh sweet Jesus. Okay, Cody Cody, you can stop. I'll let Owen do it. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cody's like this son of a bitch. He's oh, like, hey, I'm trying. trying to hang up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but this movie is literally it. It shows a quick beginning sequence of Jared Leto's character Michael Morbius and a guy whose name is Lucian, but is renamed Milo for some weird reason. And there, it just shows them as moments because they have this rare blood disease. But where's and Otis? They have to walk with canes. Do what? Where's Otis? Yeah. <laughs> Milo and Otis. <laughs> He's around. Is Milo the dog or Milo the cat? And Otis is the dog. Uh, oh, God, I, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen that. It's Milo, Otis. Which one's which, dude? Uh, what the fuck? 
Is it from... I know Milo and Otis, but when I search up Milo and Otis, it brings me to some Japanese movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, Milo and Otis, it's a... It's a... Yeah, it, it, that, it, Milo's the, the cat, event, the Otis adventures is the of Milo. The event. Okay, so... He plays... Um, Sorry, I'm looking something up on here too. Yeah, so he, so uh, Matt Smith plays a cat in this movie. Wow, I didn't know this Speaking was originally a, a Japanese film. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's weird. <clears throat> That's crazy. It's, um, it's, oh, anyway, so, sorry, real quick. It says Columbia no, ahead, Columbia sorry. Pictures removed 15 minutes from the original film and released a shorter English language version written by Mark Saltzman uh, on August 25th, 1989. That is really crazy. Like I. Man, I had, I had no idea. <laughs> That's really Look. weird. <laughs> Look, kids, you learned something today. Thanks to yeah. old, old Papa C bringing up Milo and Otis. <laughs> Learned that Milo and Otis was originally a Japanese movie that got recut. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's, let me go ahead and get back to this plot real quick. So you see this moment where the the their, their disease is afflicting them. Milo has a episode where he like passes out because I guess he runs out of like circulation in his body. His heart stops pumping, and uh, Morbius has to jumpstart the machine again. So Morbius goes to school, wins the Nobel Prize, and all this crap. Milo goes on to make a bunch of money off of Milo's tea, yeah. and he's <laughs> obviously very rich. And Morbius, like this whole movie, is about Morbius trying to find a cure for his condition. Yeah, for autism. Okay, I wouldn't expect that. I'm giving you COVID through the phone. Um, my my God. Um, well, that's the end of the podcast, everybody. I can't talk about it. Um, now, but it's this whole movie is like you know Morbius experiments with uh, vampire bats. He, the serum he creates fixes him, but makes him into a quote-unquote living vampire. And the reason why Cody mentioned it before, Morbius is a living vampire, is because for a while in comics, you couldn't go anything supernatural. Like, I guess they wanted to keep things in extreme G-rated stuff. You couldn't have a super amount of violence. You could not have blood. It'll spoil the children's minds. I know. But he, he was, um... How do I put this? He was a living vampire, and his first debut was technically considered a magazine and not a comic book. So I think they could have got away with the blood in that comic book. Mm-hmm. But it's really weird. Like the whole thing is just kind. Of, it's kind of cool, you know, because I watched some of the special features on the Blu-ray of Morbius. I guess I bought the Blu-ray, and it's one of those things where, you know, the whole, there's an interesting history with Morbius. He does start out as a Spider-Man villain, then becomes an anti-hero. He's a part of the Midnight Suns with um, Venom and um, Ghostface. Not a Ghostface. What the fuck is a Knight Rider? Not Rider. God damn it. Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I eventually got to it. Um, so, you know, there's a whole thing. And then this whole movie, like, he's... There's a there's a filling out process for him finding his powers, and then there's another process where he gets thrown in jail because they think he killed this person, this nurse, and turns out his little brother Milo from the beginning of the movie, the guy who made all the sweet tea Milo, yeah. and 
is he he becomes the bad guy, and everything moves kind of like a breakneck speed because there's so, there's there's some more story they cut out because they wanted to make it a quick movie. Because you know, Spider-Man: No Way Home was you know two and a half hours, the Batman was three hours that came out like a month before this. Even the Northman, which I made the joke because the Northman came after came out after this movie is like almost three hours long, and this movie's only an hour and a half. But there's a big battle. Um, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> and Morbius wins. The chick he leaves with becomes a vampire, so they open yeah. up to that. She bites. They put in two. She bites his little. Like, as, as, as poor as poorly written this movie is, the bonus scenes are even more poorly written, and they're like they felt like they were just thrown together. I think like, we could do a lot of good. Yeah, and the, you know Michael Keaton's character Adrian Toomes, who's the Vulture in Spider-Man: Homecoming, is in. He comes into this universe, but it doesn't explain why he came into this universe. Or I think they why, were kind of going with. Why does Morbius suddenly want to team up with him? Either. Yeah, I know. Like I said, it's just it's a quickly thrown together. The idea, like I was watching somebody review this, the idea of this happening, of them bringing this into the movie, um, of bringing Adrian Toomes. Michael Keaton in the movie is a great idea, but it was a, the the worst way. You know, it's like those videos when people are drunk and they're throwing darts, and somebody says, "Hey, put your hand right there," and I'm gonna like I'm gonna get between your fingers, and they literally land on the dude's hand. Mm-hmm. That's what this. That's what it felt like with this movie and those scenes. Like those scenes are just fucking not good. Yeah, it's and. Fucked. And I wish it was better. Like I said, and Adrian Toomes doesn't even feel like the Adrian Toomes in that movie. But I think it's because the the way they're piss poor uh, way they're going to put this in there is like the whole Doctor Strange thing. It could have displaced some people in that universe and the other universes. And since everybody doesn't remember who Spider Man is, maybe that's why he's more of an asshole. Who knows? That's 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 my head canon of like, oh, how could this work? But they're probably going to have an even dumber reason for not making it work. But it's a very like it's a, it's a stereotypical middle of the road movie. The CGI in this movie is not bad, in my opinion. I like the way Morbius looks. He looks very comic book accurate. Um, I would say he looks better than the Joker in the Batman movie with uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, let's see what else. You know it. I'll, I'm gonna turn it over to you guys. There's one issue. I, tell, I, I have a big issue. One, just one issue. Okay. Just one issue. All right. <laughs> this is my one issue that I've ever. The only issue I had. So there's a sequence in this movie where they're at like a coffee shop diner or some shit. And <laughs> not that kind of vampire. Yeah. No, it's not that. It's after there's these guys who pay the lady with like fake hundreds, uh-huh. and. This entire sequence is just completely fucked in my perspective because, all right, so he he overhears them giving her this lady the fake hundred dollar bills, right? And he's he's having a conversation with his girlfriend and he pauses and looks off while he's listening to these guys give this lady this waitress the fake hundreds and he hears them say like, yeah, you take these fake hundreds. He's like, yeah, the ink's a lot better than last time, and so. Uh, you think he's going to like follow them to kick their ass, right? Okay, so he, he follows them. And then he takes a stop. 
shit, I forget what he does. What does he do before he gets to that? No, he he makes he makes a lot of bad jokes. He goes, "Is this the where the guy comes in with the hoodie?" No, no, says? before that, that he's he's he trail. It's before he even starts trailing them. He does something after he leaves the diner, like something completely different. I don't remember, man. I just remember him putting his hood up and he's just following the people. Okay. I know for a fact he does something like completely different that makes you think that like the movie just forgot about the guys giving the fake hundreds. And then suddenly he's trailing <laughs> the fake hundred the the fake hundred dollar bill guys again. Um and you're you're thinking like, okay, yeah, he's gonna kick their asses. I think I think I think you might be placing something else in your mind because this movie runs together. Because I did watch it twice and I don't remember that. <laughs> I just remember him following. It's it's very disjointed. Like he follows. It, it feels like it's just like right across the street when he's following them. Like hey, Mr. Hyatt, right there. Maybe I swear and he like, like picks something up or he goes to fucking do. Something well, he he's he listening to the keys. Like they have. Yeah, keys they have the keys jiggling. Yeah, I know he's he's following them with that. He's, he's listening to that. Echo in their asses, but um, his reasoning for following them is because they have for some reason these punks who like pay with fake dollar bills have this super secret tech lab that he knew that they just had i guess for some reason they have like a fucking secret lab where he can do blood experiments on even though they're just like assholes who pay with fake hundred dollar bills <laughs> yeah the funny thing about that like the way you, you're talking about that is he's following them like he knows that they have a big laboratory. Yeah. Laboratory. That's like. But they say nothing about the laboratory. They so say, following them halfway down the street. Yeah. All he, they say the ink is good. Fucking. That's all they say. And suddenly that he's like, oh, they must have a big secret fucking futuristic laboratory. I got to follow them to it. <laughs> well, you gotta remember, he's a genius. Uh, he fixed yeah. a he fixed a medical machine he's by replacing a bro- a busted fuse with a yeah. He saw a fuse and he swapped with a spring. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like my God, you're a fucking uh, genius. <laughs> he, <laughs> he is um he he's he's it's this movie, man. I swear. It's I wish I really wanted this movie to be good. The funny, it's not. Sorry to. Nah, you, uh, no, keep going. Keep the, going. The funniest thing about his setup to him being a genius and what Cody said there is like, it's like if you like replace the fit, like it's like if you replace something on like an Xbox or something. And it's like <laughs> it took a team of designers a thousand dollars and and a crack team of oh, designers no, that's, to. That's that's at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. Yeah, that's what we're talking okay, about. Yeah, I got you, yeah okay. I'm just commenting on it because I forgot about. The, the oh, okay, sequence. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I, I zoned out for a minute. I thought you said that took place before he no, was following the keys like a dog. No, nah, I can't remember what happens before there. Uh, I swear something happened. Uh, can, or, can we imagine, real quick question, let me ask you something. Okay, you know, He's listening to the keys jingling, yeah. and he's following them. But what if we did it and he had dog powers? Because dogs would follow keys, too. Yeah, he's like a baby. <laughs> he started fucking... This dog's like, my owner's going that way. Oh, oh squirrel. Yeah. Okay, there's the keys again, you know? I love how, um, shit, I forget what I was going to say, but yeah. He's like a baby. He just <laughs> loves jingling keys. <laughs> no, imagine, so, you know, uh, you know, me and Lance worked together, um, or worked past tense at a, um. Okay, jeez, man, you make it sound like I'm dead. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, but you know, we, <laughs> RIP. we worked together at a retail store, so we got a lot of people who gave us fake bills. Imagine, 
if like you just got the inkling to like trail one of those people that gave us a like fake hundred, you fucking go back to their place. They got like a super secret laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, they're like fucking evil scientists. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But you know what's even funnier is, um, oh shit, what's even funnier about that is, um, fuck, this is irritating for me. What's up? The, the, the thing that's irritating about that part <laughs> is so I got distracted while I was on TV real quick. What, what, no, and I was also trying to think, remember, when you have a fake $100 bill or $20 bill or $50 bill, mm-hmm. the marker doesn't just mark the bill and nothing happens. It comes it, up a funky color. Yeah, it comes up an incorrect it, color. If, if it's good, it's like kind of like a light brown color. If it's not good, it's like really fucking dark. That's how you know it's fake. Yeah. She literally used the marker on the $100 bills and nothing was on it. It's that. like a magic ink marker. <laughs> She's like, oh, nothing's it, coming up. And there's another, there's another scene when he's on the boat and he's killing those people, like he goes and cuts this dude's throat and you hear blood squirting and the dude acts like there's blood squirting, but there's no blood coming out of his throat. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> That's really It's funny. fucking, somebody pointed it out on a review one time. I'm like, Oh shit. I had no idea. <laughs> That's... But it's just, it's just like I said, Sony, I don't think Sony cared about that movie. You know, they had all that success with Spider-Man no way home. And they had to make so many changes because this movie originally was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home, but COVID delayed it. This movie was filmed in like 2018, 2019. Yeah. And it was supposed to come out in 2020 before Venom 2, and then it got delayed after Venom 2. So they had to change so much about this movie mm. to fit, okay, this is after Venom. Okay, now it's after Spider-Man. Sony, uh, Disney doesn't want any Spider-Man stuff in this movie. Okay, let's change everything. So I think at this point they released it, they just didn't care because they, you know, they made five hundred million off of Venom. They made almost two billion off of Spider Man. They're like, ah, eh, shit, who cares? Yeah, I said, fuck it, just you know. Send this and they still shit. made their money back because even if if the movie was seventy five million and they spent that much in marketing, which I don't think so, they made one hundred and sixty million, so they they made a profit. If they spent eighty three billion, I don't a oh, billion. <laughs> Uh, they spent eighty three Morbin dollars. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, I think that it wouldn't have. Um, I think it still would have made a profit because it made one. What was it? One hundred sixty five, hundred sixty seven, or some shit like that. Let me look it up real quick one more time because it bothers me. Uh, what the fuck? Why well, I'm on the rocks page? Morbius. Uh, my little butthole. I just pooped my, my pants. Little Morbius. Yeah. yeah, Morbius made a hundred and sixty-seven point five million dollars. So if the budget was eighty-three, if you times that by two, that's a hundred what sixty-six? No, I don't know what the fuck I was saying. Yeah, it's one hundred sixty-six, one hundred sixty-six million. So they still made a profit off this movie by like one point five million. So jokes on the internet. Um, damn it, man! This movie—I just—I wanted it to be good. It's a vampire movie. I like the Morbius character in the in the Spider-Man cartoon. I thought it was cool looking. I didn't, you know, understand the whole suckers and plasma shit because when that fucking shit came out, I was like eight years old. Yeah. So, um, I wanted this movie to be good, but you know, I, I got two pretty enjoyable Venom movies, so I'm pretty happy. And I think the third one will still be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And I. I'm glad we got a Morbius movie. I thought he was very comic book accurate. Unfortunately, there was no substance behind the writing 
and the intent of this movie. Like I, I, I was talking off recording. I'll go ahead and mention it now. There's quite a few musical keys in this movie, musical pieces that they play. I think it's the same piece. When he gets into like this little wind tunnel with all these vampire bats, they play this music. And it's straight up music they ripped off from the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, I think like it goes Hans something Zimmer's like um, da, do, 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 illusions to batman begins like they kind of ripped this off and it's funny because this movie came out 17 years later and this is like the last movie that batman begins is going to like influence probably um but yeah it's just kind of disappointing um i'll go to cody in just a minute i'm very curious to see what owen says like overall with this movie because owen will be like i don't want i don't want to shit on this movie because you know Owen's more quiet than us, so let, let's Owen's talk, and I'll let's let Cody let finish it off with his little ice cream sundae. Let's let him talk for a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, this this movie's just boring. Uh, there's not really a whole lot going to going on with it. I think the memes and even how we're talking about it and this make it seem like it's funnier or like more entertaining than it really is, but it's it's not really. It's by the numbers. It's plain. Uh, it doesn't do anything with the characters. It, it doesn't do anything you really haven't seen before uh, all that much out of like any other superhero movie. Um, and yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's not ambitious. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's what we said earlier. There's just not a lot of meat to this. There's no, there's no character development. There's no arcs, really. Like the characters don't really, Morbius doesn't even have an arc. He doesn't. Like, there's no changes he has. He's just like, okay, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, very paper. Yeah, so there's there's nothing going on with this movie, really. It's 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 not as bad as like you know everybody I think says it was, um you know, but fuck, it's just boring. <laughs> That's really all you can say. Before I turn this over to Cody to finish this off, I heard a story a couple times, and it was. Stone Cold Steve Austin, before he became Stone Cold Steve Austin, he was wrestling in what they called the Memphis Territory, which was the Tennessee Territory at the time. And Dutch Mantell is the guy who tells the story, and Steve has said the story. Steve's uh, real name was Steve Williams. And Dutch came up to him and said, he's like, all right, we got, what's your name, kid? We got to call you a name. He goes, Steve Williams. He goes, well, we can't call you that. He goes, why the hell not? He goes, because we already got a Dr. Death. Steve Williams. We don't need two Steve Williams. Come up with a name and I'll come back to you. And he came around. He he was booking the show. So this is like over the course of like an hour and a half, two hours. And he came around on twice. He goes, do you have a name? He goes, no. And he goes, okay, we'll call you Steve Austin. And then Steve goes, um, well, like the $6 million man, Steve Austin? He goes, well, like you, you're like the $6 man. Okay, so get out there and do your match. So when Steve comes back and does his match, he asks Dutch, he goes, all right, what did you not like about my match? Just like, you know, critiquing, asking for advice so it could get better. And Dutch goes, well, I think I should tell you what I liked about the match because that's the shorter list. And I feel like with this movie, we could tell you what we liked about it, and that would be the shortest list of this movie because it's like there's absolutely there's so much to hate on this movie, like legitimately hate. 
but I still would watch over Twilight. Hate me um, today. Hate I would I would watch this over Underworld two. Any of the new Underworld movies that's come out, and I, the only Underworld movie that I like is Underworld One and uh, Rise of Lycanth, which is the third one. I would watch Blood Rain. Anyway, Cody. No, <laughs> I don't know which one's Blood Rain. Blood Rain is like considered one of the worst movies of all time. Uh, you is you, it by Uwe Ball? Yes, it is, and I think it has like a, <laughs> a like a single digit percentage on Rotten Tomatoes. It may Postal Bureau is apparently kind of funny. Um, but my, my overall thoughts about uh, Morbius is um, are, I think the movie is slightly below fine. Like, it's not, it, I wouldn't say it's just absolutely awful by any means, but again, yeah. there's like, the pacing is bad just because it does feel like a bunch of stuff was cut out of it that should have probably been left in. Um, yeah, it's the, not unwatchable yeah the special effects i think are fantastic in this film uh but it's just that so much of the plot is has been removed from it very clearly that it it drags the film down um i don't know it's definitely and it's definitely not the worst comic book movie or anywhere near it i mean catwoman is still the worst comic book movie of all time and uh, I mean, just really. well. What about Fantastic Four 2015? I've never seen that. <laughs> I've, I've heard that one's really bad too. Like that one has got shit on a lot. But I, I'm not really a I'm not really a Fantastic Four fan. So I, like I think that I think they're Dr. probably like the most boring group of heroes ever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait till you see uh, the Sinister Six movie. Calm down, okay. Calm down. <laughs> uh, well, it's just like you got a guy who can stretch. A woman who can turn invisible, a, a man who can set himself on fire, and a guy that's made out of bricks. Yeah, so, it's hey, man, time. look, let's be completely honest with you. That's like the stages of love right there. Yeah. A guy wants to stretch out his dick so it's big enough for the lady. Mm-hmm. He she can... wants to turn invisible to avoid <laughs> the man. <laughs> well, you know, he wants her to turn invisible to avoid her. Yeah, after he's done, he turns rock. He turns rock when he takes his blue chew. <laughs> He's all <laughs> and then up. when he gets older in life, yeah, he gets... and then he turns on fire when he wants to just like this like burn to death. Uh, it's no, then his then his urethra is on fire when he uh, gets an STD. <laughs> yeah, oh, after he's all bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, the recommendations, uh, Owen. Would you recommend Morbius? Uh, nah, probably not. Okay, Cody. Would you recommend Morbius? Um, no, I I can't recommend it. It's not good enough okay. for my record. Um, <laughs> it's not more. It's not warmed up enough. I <laughs> am going to a hundred percent recommend this movie. Maybe if you okay. wake up with a raging it... a raging case of morbing wood, you should watch <laughs> no, it. That, that is good. Yeah. So you might want to be careful. When, you might want to call your lady friend or male friend to come over. Give her some of the morb. Yeah, give her fucking give her the morb. Um, wake up in the morning. Check your pants. <laughs> Give her a call. Say, "Hey, it's Morbin Tom." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I would recommend this movie for one watch because I do think there's people out there that might enjoy it. There's gonna be a bunch of people that will laugh at the movie because it's so bad. But I still enjoy it. And um, I told Cody and Owen I was going to end off with a hot take because uh, Robert Eggers is going to 
he's making Nosferatu now, hopefully. I know that's his next movie. When that movie comes out, based off his um, box office success, I will say that Morbius will have made more money than all four of Robert Eggers' movies put together. Yeah. And it will like it will dwarf what Nosferatu makes at the box office, in my opinion. That's not a hot take. It's That's just, just a fact. It's fucking fact, bro. It's just a fucking I mean, true fact. I am. I, I do want to watch like more vampire movies now. After watching this movie, like it gets me because I haven't had like like I've had a funk where I just don't want to watch anything. I'll come home and like I'm playing Madden again on a franchise with Jacob. I'll do that, and then I'll just, like, put on TV. I just don't want to put in the effort of, like, I don't even know what I want to watch. Like, I have all these fucking movies, and before that, I was watching nothing but comic book movies, and I just just can't get back into that. And even during the Halloween season, you know, I didn't even get a chance. I was going to watch all the Halloween movies again before Halloween ends. I just didn't have the desire to. And, I mean, I love all those Halloween and Friday the 13th movies, and I didn't watch a fucking one this Halloween season. I'm just like I just have no desire, so I thank you, Morbius. You gave me a desire to watch something. So, all right, so I Um, guess um, let's get the what's our next movie? Yeah, Uh, so it's Owen's pick. Oh yeah, it is my pick, ain't it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Fuck. What what time will this be coming out, Cody? What? What time will this episode be coming out? In case he needs, he can pick something that might be around the time. I don't know, like a month and a half from now. Um, I don't know. You have to. I'm, I don't want to sit there and like make him like he picked something that was like, oh, there was a holiday there that he could have. <laughs> no, no, no. The, movie I mean, the only holiday that would even be remotely around it is like Valentine's, but okay, that's not really something we. I don't remember do what anything. I said before. I think I wanted to I watch Chinatown. Said, like, chi- yeah, I was gonna say that's what you said before. Yeah. That's kind of what movie? slow. It's Chinatown. It's Jack Nicholson. Starring in it, it's like a film noir movie. Okay, it's like uh, have you guys? Oh, sorry, go no, ahead. you're good. You, go sorry, ahead. I, to, no, I just had a question. No, it was it was a question not anywhere remote uh, related to that movie. It was about Big Trouble in Little China, <laughs> the Kurt Russell movie. Like, has anybody watched that movie? I've never watched those movies. I've never John seen Carpenter it. movies. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either. Okay, that may be something I might want to pick because I know one of them is shitty. Yeah. But one of them is a really good movie, and it's John Carpenter directed them, and they based Raiden from Mortal Kombat off of somebody from one of those movies. Shit, maybe so we, maybe I'll pick Mortal Big, big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I mean, it's totally up to you. I was just curious when you said Chinatown. I'm like, wait, is that the same thing? I got confused, so it didn't matter. Mm. Um, we should watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, no, we, hey, we should watch uh, The Mummy Returns. Yeah. <laughs> With the rock and his terrible... Okay, you want to look at bad CGI? Look at the the Scorpion King and the Mummy Returns <laughs> and Morbius. And it's 100%. It's PS1 like, graphics <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> like he, PS1 he graphics does, trying to load. He does yeah. look, He does straight up look like a PS2 character model. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got him from God of War. That, fucking first that one. That shit just... It, it fucking like baffles me because like four years before that, Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out. Which is a terrible movie, but Motaro is a four-legged dude. Like he's got the horse legs and he's got the human torso. He looks awesome. Like the CGI they used for him looked great, and the costume he had looked awesome. And then four years later, you have The Rock, who's half scorpion, half The Rock, 
and it looks like a PS2 character. Like, it doesn't remotely look anything like The Rock as a human. I'm like, there was nothing on The Rock either except claws. Like, he didn't, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. I remember watching, I was so excited for that movie. Like, I got the, the VHS at the time, and I watched it, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is terrible. So, um, I think, I think, I know, like, I've been going back and forth a little bit on whether or not I still want to do Mars Attacks, and I think I've decided I am going to do Mars Attacks. Um, or, okay, Mars Attacks. Who's in that movie again? <laughs> Jack Nicholson is only what I remember off the Jack top of my head. Nicholson, hell yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, well, I, the next movie I do will have, uh, it has to be Jack Nicholson. If we're doing <laughs> two back to back Jack Nicholson movies. Well, what's, uh, let me look at the runtime for fucking ninety nine minutes, but Chinatown. I just love Chinatown. Okay. I just love movies about China. <laughs> uh, it is. Oh, I will say, speaking of speaking of uh, China, um, watching a Christmas story at the end, there is like a scene. <laughs> like, oh, this is this is rough today. It aged really well, actually. <laughs> you know what scene I'm talking, talking about? about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that. We ain't got to go into yeah, it. Yeah, whenever it popped up, I, I audibly was like, oh, oof, <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's weird in that movie? I never will understand it. When you know, he cooks the turkey, okay, and the dad is so obsessed with eating this turkey. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who. I'm kind of lukewarm on turkey in general. It's not like a thing I love. It's not a thing I hate. It's kind of like Morbius to me. Uh-huh. And he is like, I'm going to eat this turkey. And she goes, his mom, uh, his wife, the kid's mom yells out, don't eat that turkey. You'll get worms. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah, I guess because it, it wasn't cooked all the way. Like she, she took it out of the oven to put it back in the oven for some reason. Could you, could you imagine, like, and this used to be a thing. Obviously, before they had like more medicine in like the eighties and seventies and stuff like that. But you know, people used to get worms like that when they crap. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Let's it's not, like let's your dog talk. eats his fleas. Let, let's uh, do I, Cody? Let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, hey, no, I'm just saying. Could you imagine like wiping your butt and be like, oh, what is this? Oh, what the hell is that? It looks like a nightcrawler. Yeah. Well, you got to put it back into its right. ecosystem, so you just slurp uh, it back up. Yeah, <laughs> you go, oh. little buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably do big. I think I'm gonna do big trouble in Little China. It's only an hour and thirty, so I'll do that. How how long is China? Two hours long. Okay, yeah, let's do big trouble in Little China. Okay, real quick, look up that one and look at the Rotten Tomatoes versus uh, Big Trouble in L.A. Because I can't remember remember which one's the first. Big Trouble, Big Trouble in L.A. is probably the shit. Big Trouble in Little China is the first one. Big Trouble in L.A. is the one that is shitty. Okay, I just couldn't remember. I didn't want to steer us wrong on that. I'm I'm excited Wait, to watch it because I've never. I seen don't it think before. there is a big trouble in L.A. I think you're thinking of Escape to L.A. You're thinking oh Escape. To you're LA, thinking yeah. Escape to New York and Escape to L- Escape from New York. Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Escape from L.A. That shit is bad, but I've never seen Escape from New York, and that's the only one I actually want to see. There's a big trouble in Seattle. Yeah, big trouble in my. There's a big trouble in Kansas City. There's big you know? trouble in my fucking pants, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So, our- so big trouble is big trouble, in little China. So this is a John Carpenter thing, but he did all the escape movies too, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did. Interesting. 
Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, so I guess our next movie, our <laughs> next two movies are going to be Big Trouble in Little China and then Mars Attacks. Mm. Um, and then and then my next movie is going to be Wolf. Yeah, Wolf. It, it, it's it's a werewolf movie with Jack Nicholson. Baby, I'm praying on you tonight. <laughs> what the fuck? Jack Sh- All right, everybody. Uh, like I said, people, go ahead and um, watch Morbius. Love Morbius. Let us know what you think. If you don't want to watch Morbius, watch um, Morbius. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, if you don't uh, want to watch Morbius, and, then morb yourself from this fucking society. And remember, Let me tell you something, people. If you're going to pick two things to watch, The Book of Boba Fett or Morbius, watch Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And remember, if you uh, like this episode, please uh, subscribe and share it with your friends. And, uh, and another thing, if you don't like this episode or you don't like our show, uh, let us fucking know so we can change something. Yeah, and let us yeah, like more, more about to us. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say like you know, take a mo- take a minute to rate or review us or whatever on whatever podcast service you're listening to. That way, we can get a general idea of how well we're we're doing. So, but. Anyway. Yeah, because I can only rate so many times. Yeah. <laughs> that almost sounded really bad. We can only I like I almost almost like flubbed up the the T and rate. Oh, I'm like, oh. All right. See you, everybody. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs>